Hey guys, this is Brad from Dallas Geek, and I'm here today with... Rebecca Hunt. And... Robert Goodrick. And they're here from Heroic Inner Kids. Can you guys tell me a little bit about what makes Heroic Inner Kids so unique for the kind of charity organization that it is? Uh, we are a 501c3 charity focused on education and advocacy for special needs and at-risk kids. Okay. How we do that is we partner with various organizations such as Make-A-Wish, Children's Miracle Network, Fan Expo, local ISDs, local libraries, and a long list of other people. Uh, we provide costume volunteers for their events and things like that. We help with their programming, and then we have some of our own program that we run as well. Awesome. You said this is definitely a charity for kids. What kind of stuff do you guys do for kids? Uh, is it like just like charity drives and donations, or is this actually volunteering for events to interact with kids? We do we do fundraising, but we also do a lot of interaction, and in fact, we do even some hospice care. Okay. We have hospice kids that we go and we'll visit like one-on-one -on -one and things like that. Uh, a lot of these hospice kids in particular, their parents have spent all of their money on their care, and so we'll go in and we'll do birthday parties for free, providing characters and things like that, and it's whatever the kid wants. I mean, we... You know, we had a kid a couple years ago that wanted a full Gotham lineup. So we had good guys and bad guys show up for the party and he loved it. And we actually continued that relationship for uh, over a year or over two years initially. So nice. So obviously a lot of cosplay involved with this. Oh, yes. How many cosplayers do you guys have regularly working with your organization? Uh, our volunteer list includes uh, over 150 people, but on a regular basis, we have about 40 that are pretty active wow. uh, in, in our Dallas branch. We have three different branches. Okay. Uh, one here and then one in South Oklahoma and then one out in East Tec Texas based around Tyler. Okay. So, nice. Yeah. And then our regional office is going to be starting in um, Lubbock area. So oh, wow. that will be our newest um, regional office because okay. you have to be in region before you can actually be a branch. So that's going to be starting up and we have a waiting list for South Texas as well. So. <laughs> That's coming. That's not yet open. So. Nice. So right now you are primarily North Texas getting ready to expand out more across the state. Right. We are um, South Oklahoma, North Texas, and we have waiting lists for South Texas and North Oklahoma. Nice. Very, very nice. So it's, we're getting there. We just have to... Have to uh, we have to grow our main offices as well as our volunteer base. So we want to be able to serve people in you know the areas that need it, as well as expand the the board of directors and the um, office, basically the office groups as well. So right now we're kind of doing that struggle of growth versus you know what we can supply. So that's where we're kind of running into, you know, that, that fast growth issue, which is good and bad all at the same time. Sure, sure, sure. So, I mean, if you already have so many locations that you have set up and uh, so many others that you're trying to get set up, how long have you guys been in existence so far? Four years. Four years. That's it. Nice. 
Nice. So in four years, you guys have covered quite a bit of ground already. Um, I'm assuming that means that there's been a lot of demand for what you guys have to offer and uh, a lot of very positive reception. Correct. And it's part of it too is we hit a vacuum. There was nothing like us before. There's costume clubs out there which are... They're, they're wonderful, but they're limited by what their fandom is. And they're also limited by the fact that they are, you know, a 501c7, so they can collect money, but they don't run their own programs. So we have a lot more freedom and flexibility than those groups do. Okay. So when we made an actual charity, we hit something that didn't exist. Sure. And in doing so, we created this new entire you know venue of opportunities for people. Okay. And suddenly we had cosplayers coming in and other organizations coming in saying, can you help? And so we have areas where before the, the desire was there, but there was nobody serving it. Now suddenly we've got people serving it. Um, we can actually even help cosplayers or people who aren't necessarily even cosplayers, but people who just want to volunteer and do like costuming um, with college credits mm-hmm. or you know um, high school you know letters of recommendation as well. So it serves other people you know who are even just helping. So people who help get helped. Um, so it's kind of. Uh, uh, you know, you wash my hand, I wash yours kind of situation. Sure. So we've had people walk across stage with that extra gold rope and they're like, hey, great, look, I'm walking across stage. I've got an extra rope around my neck because I've done something good and I've helped the community and it's helping me, you know, when I move on to my career and things. So there are ways where this has actually enhanced other people's, you know, futures while they help others in their community. Okay. Obviously, being dressed as Doctor Strange over here, uh, you are one of the very enthusiastic cosplayers that are part of the organization. Um, How easy is it for a member of the cosplay community to get involved with Heroic Inner Kids? Uh, Well, we have a sign-up process online, and then that goes through a vetting process uh, through our officers and things like that, and then we'll send an email saying, congratulations, you've been accepted. And then we get them hooked up with events, hooked up with, you know, different opportunities. And that's really where, you know, this organization providing opportunity to cosplayers. Because like she said, there were desires, but there wasn't necessarily, you know, people looking around and they're like, well, where where can I where can I help? I don't have, you know, this fandom or I don't have the you know, where can I get plugged in and, you know, help in my community. So okay. of all the different cosplayers that you've had a chance to be able to see that have been participating with these events that you guys uh, put on, um, what are some of the more popular fandoms that continue to pop up? Uh, well, as as of late, there's been a lot of the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously. Sure. Uh, we've also had some requests for princesses. Okay. Uh, and then um, we get a lot of Star Wars, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was talking about earlier, the DC, the Gotham, things like that. So, you know... Um, Back in May, I believe it was, we uh, actually got asked to do some anime stuff. So, you know, like I said, we're covering a lot of bases as far as fandom goes. So, 
You know, if someone wants to participate, we can find a place for them. And we have, it's funny because we'll have events that it'll be a like Christmas event. And so then we'll put like a Christmas spin on a lot of different characters. Okay. And so we have opportunity to bring a lot of different fandoms and hit, you know, we'll bring, oh, superheroes and princesses and a Star Wars guy with a Santa hat. And, you know, and all of a sudden the kids get to interact with who they want to, not just, oh, well, there's a bunch of princesses here for the girls or, oh, there's a bunch of superheroes for the guys or there's a, you know, this and that. But we... With the ability to bring everything, the kids are like, oh, cool, such and so is here. Oh, cool, such and so is here. And it's funny because it's not just the kids that get excited about that stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, she's got a story from early, early on where there was a police officer that saw her and was like, yeah, okay. But then Batman showed up and the police officer was like completely turned into a kid. And that's kind of where we got our name is that guy's inner kid came out you know there's a there's an inner kid in all of us and if we can use that inner kid to be heroic mm-hmm. you know to be a hero to these kids yeah. then that's where the rubber meets the road so very, very nice you both had mentioned already that on top of a lot of individuals that volunteer with your organization there are other groups that uh, do things with you guys that uh, put on events with you or just help volunteer with a lot of their members um, what are some of the larger groups and organizations that have worked with you guys for uh, things we work with um, a lot of the local groups like the 501st which most people are very familiar with they were wonderful in helping us with a wish fulfillment for the child that we had that was you know a, a long-term hospice patient he loved you know the the whole star wars world as well as the gotham world so we partnered up with them okay. um we've worked with the avengers groups we've worked with a lot of the local we worked with a princess group at one point um so we've worked with a lot of the other groups like that and then we also work with other charities like love for kids and some of the other groups um salvation army is one that i've worked with so we partner with other groups depending on what the need is okay. sometimes it's because they have access to um, other children that we might need to help. Sometimes it's because they have access to characters that we don't, you know, necessarily have the resources for, or maybe they have just great costumes. I mean, 501st, let's be honest, you're not going to top any 501st Stormtrooper. (laughs) So we give a big nod to that, and they come forth with it. So a lot of it comes down to what's the fit for the moment and what's the need for the child. Um, If the child says, hey, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I go to them and I say, hey, look, can you do this? They shut down their entire photo room for us for that moment. And they fulfilled that wish for that child. And we could not thank them enough for that moment. You know, other times it's an organization coming to us saying we have these children who are special need or we have these children who are low income can you help and we come forward with our heroes or a combination of our heroes and other heroes and we put it together okay so it's what does the community need and how can we help okay that's really where we facilitate what's best for the children and that's our job i mean that's why we became what we became sure now, I know that at a lot of conventions that I've seen you guys at, uh, there has usually been uh, some kind of 
gaming aspect that tends to be associated with you guys a lot. Oh, like uh, a kid zone? Yeah, like yeah, some right. kind of kid zone or some kind of video gaming tabletop thing. You know, a lot, a lot of uh, the more fun aspects of the, the nerdy things that exist out there. Um, and I also know that you guys are uh, have a an annual like uh, gaming fundraiser oh, that you do. Life? That's it. Yeah. Uh, so how did that become a thing? Actually, Extra Life we've had to hand to our partners Meeples. Okay. Basically, because we did get so big. Okay. Meeples is here local, and they're a fabulous local gaming community charity. But because we got so big and they are here in Dallas, it's kind of hard to say, hey, in Oklahoma, do Extra Life for Dallas. Mm -hmm. So what we did was Meeples took on our gaming division and they've taken over our Extra Life team. So they are here in Dallas and they are our partners for our Extra Life team. They're fabulous. (laughs) So Meeples works with us for our Extra Life team. So Meeples Solutions now works for our Extra Life team Mm -hmm. for Cook's Children's Medical and Children's Medical in um, Dallas. Okay. And we are now working with Cook's Medical for um, a, as a partner in doing their cosplaying uh, visits. Okay. So we both work with Cook's just in different aspects. Okay. But because we got so big, <laughs> it was kind of hard to look at all our different divisions in Tyler and in Lubbock and say, just work with our Extra Life team. Sure. So Meeples wonderfully took that over for us. And now Meeples says, anything that we have that's cosplay goes to High Kids. And we say, anything that's, you know, gaming, we put to Meeples. Okay. So what we make sure of is anytime we go to the big shows or any other shows, we make sure they have tables. Okay. So this upcoming um, Dallas Fan Days, look for a Meeples table. Okay. Get signed up for Extra Life. Mm-hmm. We definitely want that going on. It's not going to be under High Kids team anymore, though, because High Kids has gotten so huge. You don't want to have High Kids Oklahoma Extra Life, which is actually going to go to High Kids Oklahoma's hospital. Sure. It gets too confusing. Sure, sure. So we made sure that each High Kids branch has their you know, own team that they push to locally. Okay. And that way, nobody gets confused as to who High Kids is endorsing any longer. Got it. So each High Kids branch will have their own gaming team they endorse. Okay. Dallas team is going to be with Meeple Solution. Mm-hmm. So Meeple Solution will have a table at every uh, fan expo. Mm-hmm. And any other teams you know, that need to be promoted will be at their big expos or their big, you know, uh, conventions. Nice. So we make sure that we are partnered and we still, again, promote within our own community, but it just got too big and too confusing (laughs) and we grew. We did not expect to get this big. (laughs) We weren't designed to be multi-state, but here we are. Yeah. So instead of trying to carry on, know your limits Nice. and we know our limits and Meeple's very kindly stepped up so we really appreciate it and now david downing who used to be on our board is the president of their board okay. there at meeples okay so that's how we handled that because we just went we're in overhead <laughs> we know it we hit our limit and that's what we're going to do very nice so it was a wonderful way to partner with a, a great charity yeah and they handle great gaming they're fabulous if you have any kind of charity gaming needs Definitely seek meeples. Awesome. So is that video games, tabletops, a little bit of All everything? Of okay. All of it. Got they it. are fabulous for it. Tabletop is their primary push. Okay but they can handle all of it and they are fabulous for setting up gaming events. 
Nice. So yeah, I mean, the one thing that has continued to be very impressive to me for uh, both seeing y'all's organization as well as just uh, everybody that is has been associated with you has been just how giving the uh, the nerdy community has been about wanting to give back to not just the community at large, but specifically the the more in need aspects of the community, like the children, especially the children. Anybody that can't say regularly come to some event like this, uh, it, it has been so amazing how impressive the community has been to reach out and try to give back. Um, so just really quickly, what has been the most fulfilling aspect for each of you being part of Heroic Inner Kids and being able to do what you do? <laughs> for me, the most fulfilling part has been seeing the community at large. Yeah. I mean, I know people talk about the drama and the infighting and things like that, but life is too short to worry about that. If you get past all of the drama and trauma, at the end of the day, there's still a basis of caring. There's still a basis of giving. And it's why I created Heroic Inner Kids in the first place. Because when I looked at the cosplay community, I saw love, I saw giving, I saw charity. And that's never changed. And for all of the rumor mongering and cause fame wants and things like that, there's still a heart. And no matter what is said, by whom, about whom, there's still a heart. And the day that people put aside their own wishes and wants and look at what's really important, that heart will still beat and will still be there. And we are still there as an organization for those in need within our own community whether that be cosplayer to cosplayer or within the community at large. And that's cosplayer to those who are less fortunate because every hero needs a hero. And sometimes that means being there for other cosplayers to pick them up when maybe they don't feel like their costume is doing so well. Or maybe that's just when you need somebody who you know really well to remind you to look at the world with a positive light and you're, you know, getting down yourself. And I've had that. I've had good friends who've reminded me that I need to look at the world with a positive light when things are getting a little too heavy on my own shoulders. Um, but the world needs heroes. Heroes need heroes. And if we can't be that, then why are we putting on these costumes portraying heroes? Awesome. Awesome. So what about you? Wow, how to follow that up. Thanks. Um, <laughs> most fulfilling thing. It's it's funny when you get a bunch of uh, lovable weirdos together, you know, to go, uh, go make kids smile. And, you know, we're like, oh, we're going to go serve and we're going to give and we're going to give. And yet seeing those kids smile, seeing, you know, just a glimmer in the kids. You know, and all of a sudden, we're the ones being lifted up. You know, the 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 love that the kids are showing us. And, you know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, you know, serve kids, and all of a sudden, we end up being the ones being served. And yeah. it's like, 
okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so it's uh, it's a really humbling experience. So. Awesome. Very, very awesome. Well, um, if you are a member of the cosplay community or just somebody who wants to really help give back in a very fun way, Heroic Inner Kids is an amazing organization that you should absolutely check out and see where you can help out. So until next time, this is Brad from Dallas Geek saying, see ya.